Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey guys, what's up? Jin here, back with another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. And as always, with my buddy friend amigo that makes up this gruesome twosome podcast is otaku mike i thought i was doing the intro this time (laughs) no no i was gonna do it for bubble and then you were gonna do it for that other one okay 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 yeah that's fine yeah not for the other movie (laughs) okay (laughs) surprise Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Butterflies. We got a we got a mix up on our hands, just like yeah. always. <laughs> a talk you all podcast is you always know. is always relevant and all, is always on time. We're covering an anime that's made in the year twenty twenty two. Oh my gosh! Now you now you're making me think. So somebody asked me this thing before, and my brother Justin made up the stupid superhero that his superpower was he would only arrive in the nick of time, and his his name was Just in Time. So like One Punch Man, basically. Okay, but he wasn't he wasn't walking around like he would just show up. Oh, okay. That was okay. a superpower. So it was a play on his name, not Justin, but it was just in time. Okay, okay. That's fine. Um anyways, so let's let's but get into today, this. Today we're covering a movie that was just put out on Netflix not that long ago. I think it's only been out for probably two weeks now. And everybody um, see every other podcast seems to be covering this. So right. We were like, hey, let's jump on the bubble bandwagon and, and pop this those, bubble. And burst pop those bubble. bubbles. <laughs> pop burst it. Burst them bubbles. Actually, I haven't listened to any other podcast that's covered it. I just know a lot of the anime podcasts in my f- podcast feed have covered this anime. So, so let, me, let me throw this out before we really get into it. Okay. So, you know... I kept seeing the thing for it, and I was like, oh, you know, I want to check it out. I want to watch it, you know, because the little thing that pops up on Netflix on the, the, what do you call it? The stall screen or whatever. Like, like the new to you or whatever, or just added thing or something. No, no, no. Like if, if you, you stop watching it, you just leave it uh-huh. paused for a while and it pops up and it oh, has like the, added the like, the, like the screensaver. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, the screensaver is, it looks like the world's upside down and this girl's floating, you know, there. And, uh-huh. uh, and so I was like, oh yeah, I want to check that out. You know, it looks pretty good. And, uh, and I watched it and <laughs> I thought it was funny cause I brought it up to you that we should cover it or whatever. Cause I didn't think it would be quite as popular as, as it seems to have gotten. Um, and then, uh. You know, I did that, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll record next week." 
And then, like you said, this week it seems like everybody is putting it out. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I I was so confused. Like, is somebody listening to when me and Mike, like, talk? I think I think I saw like three or four podcasts do it. I don't remember which ones, yeah. but I remember seeing people like put it, put it in their thing. Like, hey, let's talk about uh, bubble, or we're talking about bubble, yeah, and whatnot. So, yeah, it's a thing. It's it's def. I don't, I don't know if this is gonna get like up to like your name level of enthusiasm or popularity. But, yeah. I have no idea. Because, you know, the other one was one that I've had in my queue for a while. The other one I told you about that was words bubble up like soda pop. Uh Uh-huh. And I watched that one, too, before I watched this one. And I was kind of like, are both of these main characters the same? Because when you look at them, besides the parkour aspect... Both of them have a headset on. They wear it all the time. You know, they do different stuff. And I'm kind of sitting there like, is this the new male trend? More of the the main males are going to... To have headsets on? To have headsets on and and something to go along with it. Like, they have a problem or whatever. Like, like, the original one was, like, goggles. Everybody had goggles on. Yeah. Now we're having yeah. headsets. Yeah. So I'm like, what is going on? Or they have a, a bandaid a band-aid on their face. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a scar on my face. I got a scar on my face. I had to put a band-aid on. I got a boo-boo. We gotta we gotta look at the relevancy of this though. Uh, my, my band-aid makes me a, look tough. I'm gonna put a scar on my guy's face and a band-aid, okay? Yeah. A band-aid scar. It's gonna be tough. What about that other Anyways. character over there? I'm gonna put goggles on him. Okay, that's that's the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you want to hop into this movie and talk about it and whatnot? Yeah. So the best way, the best way I can really say this is, it was a movie about bubbles. It was a movie about bubbles and parkour. Parkour. Yeah. Parkour. So. It it really reminded me kind of sort of weathering with you because it involved weathering conditions, but that that's about it. Um but we kind of have the situation where there is now a zone which yeah. I can't remember what it was. Anytime I tried to talk to somebody about it, I was like, Well, you know in the Pokemon the Pokemon Arceus game where you have that that zone that pops up out of nowhere i said that's kind of what this bubble was i mean it was basically like a giant dome you could walk through yeah and uh a lot of the kids and stuff ended up going in here to get away i guess from authorities and things like that because tokyo has pretty much been decimated yes and destroyed uh because of these random bubbles that have popped up out of nowhere which let me throw that to you, right? Okay. Were these things really bubbles or were they raindrops? I'm not for sure. Because they called them bubbles, but thinking about the consistency of if it was soap mm-hmm. and an actual bubble from a bubble blower or whatever. Well, 
I mean, Tokyo ended up flooding. Exactly. So everybody popped. Everybody said that these were bubbles, but I think they were probably closer to like floating raindrops. I mean, it's possible. Who knows? You know. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not. Disag- I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, in that aspect, uh, but I mean, it's possible. You know. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, well, that's just what I thought about when I really were like, oh, Tokyo flooded. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. How are you going to get enough bubbles that have nothing on the inside to fill up Tokyo that much? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, but, although there were a lot of bubbles. So, like, true. the bubbles kind of stayed there for a while and, and, and collected around Tokyo. And then they popped eventually and caused, like, massive floodings and stuff. Right. Well, and yeah. then the other thing that I questioned that I wanted answered, which this will play in when we rate our system, I wanted to answer where these damn bubbles came from, okay? Aliens, right? Because it, they never said. <laughs> because out of nowhere, we got all these fucking bubbles, and we know how much water <laughs> is on the Earth and everything else, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that means that now, out of the, the Earth that we had... And everything, and it being 80% water or whatever it is, yeah. 70% water, that now we have, if if we're going off of a 100% scale of what the Earth is, we now have, like, another, I don't know, fucking 50%. Yeah, I mean, Tokyo is pretty much, or most, yeah, Tokyo is pretty much underwater, most of it was, so yeah. or all and, of it was, and, it seemed like. And I mean, it didn't talk about it anywhere else, Yeah, you know. Uh, it talked when originally when the bubbles fell that they were like everywhere, not just in Japan. They were in the United States, they were in Russia, mm-hmm. they were they were everywhere, right? <clears throat> yeah. And that was it. But now, you know, after the event happened with our main character, mm-hmm. um, then that's when the dome formed and, and all these bubbles like collected in one area, kind of sort of, I yeah. guess. So, it, yes. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. I get. I get yeah. your your gripe so, with it. I'm I'm really just confused because it seemed like they tried to play it off that this was a phenomenon that is like a regular occurrence. Like, hey, you know, um, it gets too hot, and then you know, from the ocean water, it goes up and makes whatever. And these just so happen to be like bubbly raindrops or whatever yeah um but still if it did that all you're doing is replacing that water so this is like more added water and i that's where i'm good i guess i'm confused on Mm -hmm. where it's supposed to go from there because then later on we do see at the end of the movie where all the water is kind of gone okay everybody we'll get we'll get we'll get to that okay yeah We'll get to that, but let's start with the beginning of this movie. Okay, so in the ending, <laughs> what what if we just started at the end one time on a show and then and then worked our way to the beginning? <laughs> oh man, people be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> anyway, so we have our essential group of people. Uh, they're these kids who have been abandoned by their parents, the society, uh, they, or, they, or they ran off or they ran off. They've, 
because of the tragic events that have happened. Uh, we have the Blue Blazes, which are this parkour team who live in this bubble. And they parkour race through. Can I, can I tell you, every time I heard this name, I thought of the video game. Yes. Uh, Blaze Blue. Yeah, Blaze Blue. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I thought the exact same thing when uh, they said that. They're like, Blue Blazes! I'm like, what do you mean Blaze Blue? Right. I was, oh, uh, gosh. But I thought it was funny, like, the running joke was, guys, this is a fucking terrible name. <laughs> right. I thought that was well, pretty funny. Every team had, like, a fucking terrible name, okay? Yeah, like, the nin- Ninjas and the Undertakers... Or Undertaker, yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah, the yeah. purple guys, the Undertakers. Yeah. Which they called them uh, the coroners, or the... I forget what they called them. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what they called them. And those um, guys were weird, because they didn't talk at all. Yeah. But we have our, our parkour teams who, who live in this bubble, and f- parkour race through obstacles, through different parts of the city. Uh, it's almost like... A, would you say it's almost like a relay race, kind of? Or they all race at once? I think it's they all race at once, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah you start at your, your spot, you all race, and you try and... You basically play uh, parkour capture the flag. Yeah. And, you know, we see them, our, our, then, our characters, uh, racing and, through the city. Yeah, and then the winner gets like a set of resources, basically. Yeah, it's basically like they're they're trading and bartering for food, but they're also competing with it. Like like teams will put up a uh like you I'll get rice and you know, we have batteries or whatever you know uh kind of situation. Whoever wins gets everything, and right. in the in the resource pool. It's a very competitive scene, apparently. And uh, we have our, our it team. Is, that, it is a competitive scene with five teams. With five teams, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Because I feel like a lot of the other teams didn't get a lot of show in this movie. It mostly yeah. focused on the Blaze Blue, the Blue Blazers, and the... Yeah. The the Undertaker ninja weird ninjas, uh, and we yeah. have meet our main character who is named Habiki, and Habiki is like this. Um, what would you call him? Like um, a parkour savant. <laughs> like he's really fucking good at parkour, and probably, but that's because of his his hearing thing. Yeah, I and mean, I have a question about that when we get to the hearing thing. And he ends up I going mean, we, to the... We can talk about it now because it'll play into... Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. I have a question about Habiki and his hearing his hearing thing because he has, like, sensitive okay. hearing and really good hearing. Yeah. Is Habiki autistic? Because a lot of autistic people have really good sensitive hearing. And that's what uh, I thought Habiki was, was Habiki was, like, autistic. I, I don't, don't... I don't think he was autistic, I, but I do think that... Or he was potentially uh, on the, the, the autistic spectrum? 
Probably, but I I feel like the hearing's what did it. Because a lot of a lot of autistic people have like very very sensitive hearing, and a lot of them do wear like yeah. noise canceling headphones. So that's why I thought yeah. I was like, oh, Hobiki must be on the spectrum because of this this he's always wearing a headset on. Yeah. like 90% of the movie. Um if we would have just got the clip from when he was a kid, I probably would have said yes, but now that he's an adult, I don't think so. Um just by some of the other actions we see through the movie that he does. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't think so, but I think that him having the um hyper sense of hearing or whatever is what made him seem autistic okay okay um yeah i mean because and i was waiting for a a part because there is a part where um somebody i guess goes and reaches for him or whatever and i was waiting for him to kind of shirk away and he never did so i was kind of like yeah okay well obviously he's not like if he is he's like really low grade on the spectrum Uh uh-huh Okay. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. A- anyways, going back, uh so Hibiki ends up saving one of his comrades who I don't remember what any of their names were in the movie. Uh well, <laughs> uh you want me to name them all for you? Okay, okay. Okay, so you got glasses? Glasses? You got headband. He- and headband. Uh-huh. Uh you got you got Naruto kid. <laughs> and then and then you have then you have Brock. Yeah, I don't Brock. know why he just looks he just looks like a Brock. Don't yeah, forget the the, the the tall guy. Don't forget I, I don't forget the scientist who I called Badonkadonk because they seem to like to show her butt a lot. <laughs> In the move throughout the movie. No, so so she was I don't know what her name was, but she's like the pretty one. And then she you was have, hot scientist. Yeah, and then you have you have uh, you have Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, which which was like the guy that like I I guess he was kind of like the caretaker of like everybody, but he wasn't. If that makes sense, he kind of I don't know. I think he was like. Which I do, I do have to say that's what I enjoyed as one of the things in the movie uh, is whenever anybody did one of these parkour races, every other team that wasn't participating was on standby. Yeah, they like were on standby, squad. like yeah, like a rescue squad helping type of thing. Yeah. Oh, so there's I, one. Guy, there's I one really guy enjoyed the, that aspect though. There's one guy in the movie. I think he was like with the red team. And he would like smell this this thing, like constantly yeah. like smelled this like thing. I thought he was smelling like a pair of panties like the whole time. Oh my gosh! But it turned out to be like a, a squishy, like a squishy like toy or something. I think it was. I don't know if I caught that at all. Yeah, it's it's throughout the movie. He's oh and gosh. and he's just like sniffing it, and I'm like. Okay, okay, so we're going with we're going with this, you know. Because yeah. um, that was the red lobsters. Or yeah, the red, red lobster the red crabs or red lobsters, whatever they're called, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Hibiki saves one of his people 
they win the day. Uh, we find out they've been there for some time in the bubble. And Habiki ends up going off after they win all this stuff. And all the rest of his team is celebrating. And he goes oh. off. Well, what? so backing up to the hearing thing real quick, right? Okay. So we find out that because of Habiki's hearing that he is one of, he is the only character or the only player right now that is able to use the bubbles and jump off of those. Yeah. Instead of uh, using actual tangible stuff. Or whatever. Other people, other people do try to jump off the bubbles. Yeah. But they don't work. And that's how the, the whole saving your teammate come and comes into play. That's how the Naruto kid almost got his, <laughs> his ass taken out. Yeah. Yeah. And so Habiki goes off and he's like, you know, oh, I can hear a, a song coming from the Tokyo Tower, which like blew up a couple years ago. And he goes to the Tokyo yeah. Tower and he goes to try to run up it, which I question on what Habiki's abilities are, because sometimes they seem very like not grounded in reality at points when he's running up shit. He's a ninja. Because there's a time where he's running up like vertical walls in yeah. this for quite some time. And I'm like, Habiki, is he like have some kind of supernatural powers or something? You know? But Habiki well, does not. If you looked whenever they would do a wide panel of Tokyo Tower or whatever, then you would see there's only one one side of that thing holding it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so how is this thing getting held up if three of the legs are basically bra- broken and shattered? Because I know there was like weird like gravity things going on with some of the stuff. Yeah. Like some things would be well, floating it, and it, stuff. and It had its own like bubble. Yeah. 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 But he does not make it up the Tokyo Tower. He falls down and he sees this girl who he thinks is a mermaid. But we he also didn't see her. he didn't see her yet. We didn't see her yet. No, so here's the weird thing is there's a bubble that looks like a sign. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the, the side of the of the Tokyo Tower that sees him. Yes. And then it it starts going in the water after him because he ends up falling in there and he's stuck in like a subway train. Yeah. And ends up, I feel like it was like his last breath ends up breathing like his last breath. And then this bubble and his little bubble of air end up colliding and it turns into this girl. Yes. And then the bubble turns into a girl. Yeah. It just reminds me of how, remember those memes where we would get like Earth Chan or whatever, yeah. where it was like the Earth as an anime girl yeah. or like, like, I think it was like Space Chan or something. I don't remember you what mean, exactly it was. You mean like all the promoting the Pokemon podcast? Uh, you mean like all of the chibis that are made off of like uh, Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so this girl, this mysterious bubble girl shows up, who probably has one of the worst designs in this movie. 
like outfit wise, her outfit is fucking not good. I mean, it just doesn't look right. It's like a weird patchwork schoolgirl uniform where it's oh, yeah, white, white, red, blue polka dot plaid thing or whatever going on, you know. It's yeah. weird looking. It's weird looking. And she shows up. Uh, Habiki gets saved. And the, he brings her back to his comrades. And she's like a feral animal almost at times at the beginning. Because yep. they have to teach her how to learn and be a, a respectable uh, parkour teenager. <laughs> right. um, how to talk. Yeah. How to talk. How to eat. Uh, what's an egg? Uh, you know, because she's like going crazy and right. grabbing things with their mouth and stuff. And don't, apparently, don't fuck with she's the really chickens. good at part. Don't fuck with the chickens. Yes, she, she cracked a couple <laughs> eggs. <laughs> so let me tell you the stupid thing <laughs> that I did. So when she was messing with the chickens the second time. <laughs> You know, one of the people, like, walked up to her. I think it was the guy with the headband. One of them yeah. walked up before Habiki walked over there to, like, really stop and get her. Uh-huh. And I just started going, chicken attack. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> I was doing the chicken fighting song for it. And I was, like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they end up having breakfast, and we find out... U- not uh, Hibiki names this mysterious girl Uta. I don't remember why he names her Uta. But he's like, Hibiki, Uta, Hibiki, Uta, Uta, Hibiki. U- U- Uta was the name of... Something... Um, yeah, because it was like the Japanese translation for something that was English that they had. Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. You know, you know. Mo- moving on, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, but Hibiki doesn't. Hibiki goes off after this, and he go he, they. Uta finds oh. out. So Uta in Japanese means song. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's fine. Maybe that's what he got it from. So after this, doesn't Uta and Habiki go off? And Habiki, we find out that he is like a he has a green thumb, and he like waters flowers and grows flowers in like a secret yeah. location. That happens yeah. next, right? Yeah. Okay, you want to take this part? Yeah, they uh, they go and they go to um, where he's got this little uh, kind of garden patch, which is on top of one of the skyscraper buildings that's still intact. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, he just goes up there and he, he waters uh, all the plants. And, I mean, it's kind of a, a beautiful scenery area. Uh, and it's got many many different kinds of flowers which i really wonder how long it took him to actually do all of that um yeah 
because it kind of sounded like when he was explaining it to us that he was the one that did it all by himself, like brought the stuff up there, um, you know, did all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of really, I kind of really wonder um, about that because it honestly wasn't that big of a part of the movie. Like it, it was something no. that I feel like we could have cut out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It will get to that. <laughs> but um, no, he, uh, he was up there and he kind of tells us the reason why he's got this place um, is because mm-hmm. it does give him a little something to do. Uh, and it's so high up that not a lot of parkourers could actually get to it. Um, yeah. But it's somewhere where he can go and actually take his headset off and not have to worry about noises and sounds and mm-hmm. everything. And this is where we kind of get the uh, backstory for Habiki into where his he like would have uh, he would cover his ears with loud sounds and stuff. And his mom would take him to all these different doctors and stuff like that. And you go to these these special uh, places for kids with sensitive hearing and stuff. And it was a whole ordeal. But I have a question for you. Right. There's a part in this where Hibiki's just sitting in this room with the headphone on and he's with these other kids in this in this room and his mom is at the door and his mom closes the door. Did his at this point did his mom abandon him? No. Cuz I thought his mom abandoned him. No, I think that was the part where he was put in the room so that the doctor should talk to him. And then his mom, um, his mom was talking to the doctor about the stuff. Cause, uh, the vibes I got was his mom never really abandoned him. The vibes that I got out of it were, he was tired of being a burden on her and just left. Was okay. Cause well, but, I got, I got, I got the thing like, like his mom was kind of fed up with it. Yeah, like those are the vibes that I got, and because I mean, let's 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 be honest. When it comes to like uh, anything different in Japan, whether you know it's a neurological disorder or something like that, like they Japan like kind of sweeps it under the under the rug sometimes. That's true. You know, so that's why that's what I kind of that's why yeah, I kind of took out of sight out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind, yes, type of thing, yeah. you know. And that's why yeah. I thought that maybe Hibiki's mom very much, like, abandoned him at this place. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. See, and I was thinking that was going to happen too, but then you have to realize that he was on a school field trip whenever he got stuck at the Tokyo Tower. Yeah. yeah. The first time. So, um, I like I said, I don't think she ever necessarily abandoned him. Maybe it ran through her mind. Um, but uh, I think after the whole incident with the Tokyo Tower and the bubbles first appearing is when um, when he made the decision to not go back. Okay. Because the other thing is, is when it first happened... Um, you know, since it had already made so many people leave and all of this other stuff, mm-hmm. that's the one of the only places in the world that doesn't have a lot of noise that he didn't have to worry about too much. Yeah. You know. True. So. 
So, you know, I, I, he was just one of those kids, I guess, that kind of ran away from not having to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so after this, after we get this, is this when the, the scientist gets captured after this or no, no, no. They have another parkour match, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they have, they have a parkour match with the yellow guys first. They have one with the red guys, which I think is the one that we're talking about now. Oh yes, the red guys have a match with the the Undertakers, and the Undertakers end up live streaming their. You find out that they live stream their their parkour matches to get sponsorships and money and stuff like that, and they have these special water jet shoes that like shoots them up into the air real far. Which... I just gotta tell you, I'm super confused on that shit too. Really? Yeah, I am so, too. So, like, I get the, I get the shoes, I get it, right? Yeah. But when, when we get to the the ending of the thing where they tell the guys that they'll give them the shoes, right? Yeah. And I was expecting your cord to be like hanging out of these shoes with like a backpack or something attached to it. Because how the fuck are these shoes generating water? yeah that's true that's where i was confused about i was like is there a fan that spins super fast i mean where's the water coming from with these shoes because you'd see them and it was you know and i was just like i'm so confused on on this shit like where where does the stuff come for these shoes maybe just gotta go with like anime logic i guess (laughs) On that point, I guess, and so yeah, they lose. They end up the the red lobsters end up, or the red crabs or whatever they're called, end up losing uh, against the Undertakers. And after this is where, because my my brain's kind of jumbled up at this part in the in the so movie. I think this this next kind of bigger part that we have is this is where, um. Her, the doctor, and Uta are together, and mm-hmm. uh, she asks her to read her a book. She just picks one out. Oh, yes. And it's The Little yes. Mermaid, which is where, you know, which I have to say, out of some of the titles that I've seen, people say, oh, well, this is The Little Mermaid with parkour. I strongly disagree with that. <laughs> you know what? Watching the movie, I kind of thought it might be The Little Mermaid with parkour. <laughs> Yeah. But she's not a mermaid. She's a bubble. Right. right. Well, and see, that's where I, I strongly disagree because I think so many people see that part, they get to this part, and they say, Oh, this well, this is the little mermaid. Well you could say besides... Uta, you could say you could say Uta's story kinda is very similar to the little mermaid in that aspect. Where I she, mean, the she only comes thing... The, I feel like that you can't throw anything with the Little Mermaid into it. Well, and the fact that she comes from this other world, supposedly, or wherever she comes from, to yeah. the human world. Yeah. Well, you know, and- the only the only thing that I feel like even had a connection was this was the precursor for how Uta was going to die. Ish. Yeah. Because whenever they did that and they kind of pointed out, oh, well, hey... The well, little they, mermaid turned into foam. I was like, after oh, she, shit. After she references 
the after they read the little mermaid they bring up the little mermaid a lot in this movie right see and that's that's why i don't think i think it was just a reference point i really don't think that this is the little mermaid at all i think it was just a reference point and it was the foreshadow to let us know that Uta was going to basically die in some way by the foam. Because the other thing is, is since she was created, we had already seen the little bubbles on her finger the entire time. Yeah. And she so was kind of hiding knew, it with a glove. Yeah. So we already knew that something in this bond that she had was unstable for her her being yeah so you know yeah 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 true you know you're not wrong you're not wrong about that uh so after this is is this when we get to this so like i said though but i just anytime any that i've seen anybody go oh this is little mermaid with parkour i want to be like no don't you did people say that because i didn't see people saying that yeah, I've seen a couple of them where they they have that as that's what bubble is. Uh, okay, okay. You know, it's the description of their show, and I'm like, I don't know. Please uh-huh. don't have people thinking that. Yeah, because then people will watch it thinking one thing, and it will totally do, be something else. Yeah. Now let me throw this at you before we go farther. Do uh-huh. you think that the Little Mermaid? aspect being brought up took away from it at all um because like you said they do talk about it like they almost hang their hat on that idea going forward yeah i think it does but i mean for me as also is there were so many unanswered questions in this movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) to be honest i i agree Uh, i agree i uh, i feel like if they would have laid off of the of the little mermaid stuff so much and maybe just had it as where the book was brought up and maybe that little part where Uta says something about it, you know, Uh if they would have left it at that, it still would have went together. It still would have made sense, but uh, we wouldn't have had to worry about that. And they could have focused on some of those answered questions more. Yeah. I mean, she, she compares herself to the little mermaid quite a bit in this movie right right and yeah. i mean that's that's one of the things i feel like they should have backed off of yeah i i mean yeah i mean i don't know i mean i, mean, I just watched it i didn't i know i'm just a, a reviewer i didn't actually make it i didn't actually make the movie so <laughs> i can't be too mad you know hey buddy hey buddy you could have made the movie in a alternate alternate universe <laughs> anyways let's 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 keep moving on um yeah so, so after the doctor this, gets kidnapped. the doctor gets kidnapped. Miss Badonkadonk gets kidnapped, and she's high up in on a crane. And the the, the undertakers are like, "Hey, uh, come get your uh, scientist lady." Who she she's there, which we never talked about. She's there trying to monitor the, the bubbles and to figure out what the yes. bubbles are for. Yes, and so uh, she gets kidnapped and. They have this big, awesome parkour match where the Undertakers are trying to basically get rid of the blue blazes and, like, kind of force them down this weird 
red swirling bubble vortex thing that they got going on. So, so that is the um the antlion pit. That's what they call the ant, it. the antlion pit, which I don't ever know if they actually explain the antlion pit. It's well, just a weird bubble pit that can kill you. So here's the thing that is funny. So I know this from from Naruto. Um, they, I think that there is a part in this that people may know from Hunter x Hunter, but, uh, basically what an ant lion pit is, is in the very center, there's an ant that's buried under ground. And when you get in it, you basically slide down and there's no way out until you get to the center. You get, you get gobbled up basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what the idea of an antlion pit is. Okay. Um, I think that's why they called it that, because if you go into it, then it happens. Okay. Um, I don't think the Undertakers were trying to put them in there, though. It did seem that way, though. I, I thought don't they were. Think, I don't think they were trying to. I think they were trying to have every possibility taking a, taken away from the Blue Blazes. For mm -hmm. them to take their boat and everything else. Yeah. Because, you know, that's that's what it was, is them. Now, the other thing is that I'm really confused is, was there a secondary vendetta for anything? Because it's possible. Because the one yeah, that we're, I mean, we're... Obviously, they do have history. Yeah. Well, because of the one that we're shown is for them to have more views on their, their podcast thing, which is fucking extreme way to do it yeah they're, they're live streamed or whatever they're yeah. twitch they're like twitching or whatever you know to get more money or so whatever. yeah and so that's the thing that i question is was there something more um for them wanting the boat specifically and some of the other stuff like that yeah i mean we don't get a lot of context behind that with the with the undertakers yeah. or, you well, know and, and i almost thought that they were more of a sciency group until um, they look like fucking Naruto rejects. Oh, they just look like a bunch of emo goth kids. They look to me. They look like Naruto rejects. But, so, I mean, uh, there's yeah. one. Th there's one thing. Like, oh, I mean, well, I'll talk about it later. But like, this movie goes from Naruto running to like actual running, and it would flip back and forth. And I was like, pick, yeah. pick, pick, pick a, pick a running style. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Naruto runs. That is not that is not like a logical like way to run. Like you just can't do any of that parkour stuff if you fucking Naruto run everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that shit fucking bugged me. That bugged me. <laughs> we I was waiting for someone Cuz we would see characters you know run to do a I was waiting for somebody to do the baton run, you know, where you have uh -huh. both your hands, like you, your arms are down at your sides, but your hands are up in front of you. And you just like, if you were holding a cup and you were running, uh -huh. I was waiting for somebody to do that. And nobody ever did. like we would, we would see the characters like running, like an actual running. And then that sometimes they would switch to Naruto running. And I was like, are are we just not going to treat this like actual parkour or, you know, are we going to have right. some fantasy element of this, you know, uh, it was uh, that kind of bugged the shit out of me. 
Right. Well, I mean, we I had that one guy that was basically Naruto anyway. Yes. And his weird two, his double rat tail thing he had going on on the yeah. back of his fucking head. Oh, my God. Fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible shaved, character shaved design. side, spiky hair on the top. Yeah. Two rat both tails. The on, both the braids on the sides. Yeah. Terrible. It's yeah, character design. That is some crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, mean, like you said, like you said earlier, though, that's one of the things that it seems like with this is they had a lot of weird character designs. But but like when we got to this point where which I thought the parkour in this was really cool and very well animated. Yeah. In this movie, when we get to this particular part where they're they're battling the 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 other parkour team, I thought this was the end of the movie. Right. I thought we were. I thought we were going leading into the end of the movie, and I look, I pause it, and I'm like, I got forty more fucking minutes of this movie to go. Right? Like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, ah, okay, okay. Uh, and so we we move on to, which remind me what happens after the parkour scene. Um, all the stuff starts getting sucked down in the antlion pit. Okay. And the red bubbles start attacking, right? Mm-hmm. Correct? The red bubbles? Yeah, the red bubbles. The 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 red bubbles. They're like the bad bubbles. Uh, They're at the end of the mean- fucking movie. The oh, red no. bubbles are attacking the blue bubbles. Which are attacked there? Which are the the red bubbles attack Uta, right? Do you not remember this? I I don't remember red bubbles at all. (laughs) There are red (laughs) bubbles in the movie because, like, we start to see like Uta, like the red bubbles are kind of calling for Uta, and there's one that looks like a big ass butthole. (laughs) I have no idea. Uh, I don't remember there being red bubbles. The only thing that I remember being red was the Chimera Ant Pit. When we get to the end of the movie, their red bubbles are attacking Hibiki. Uh Oh, you mean when they all go... I thought we were still on the parkour part. You mean where everybody... It's storming real bad, and they're all trying to yes. run up the thing. Okay, and, and the red bubbles form a big ass butthole. <laughs> I don't know. I must have not seen that part. Because <laughs> I, I know, I know where the a... I know where the red bubbles are attacking, but I don't remember anything looking like. A <laughs> There's a part where like she's talking and like doing the whole doing the whole uh, Little Mermaid stick. And you see this these bunch of bubbles, and they form like this big, like red and black looking, like looks like a butthole. I'm not gonna lie, look like oh a big old God. butthole in the sky. I just gotta, I just gotta ask you though, <laughs> how many buttholes do you be looking at to come up with these assumptions? Come on, everybody knows what a butthole looks like. Well, sure, but nobody seems like they're a gourmet at looking at them. <laughs> A butthole looks like a balloon knot. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) 
Anyways, I, anyways, I don't, you know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what you to say to, anymore. You want to continue one. after the parkour match? Yeah. So uh, it storms really bad. They get on the boat. They find out that um, the headband guy wasn't as stupid as we thought because no. he's been he's been fixing the boat and everything else as they've been going. Mm-hmm. And, and he's also been complaining. It seems like he's a jealous boyfriend. Or he has feelings for Hibiki at some points because he gets very jealous about his, his Uta and Hibiki's relationship at times. Well, I well, I think that part is he was upset and jealous because he really wants to be with the other lady. Ah, uh, okay. You know, because he he brings that up multiple times that he wants to um be with Date what's her, her face. Yeah, yeah, and she, she kind of has she kind of has things for Hibiki. It seems like a little bit the the scientist uh, girl. Yeah, uh, at point at points at points in this movie, it seems like it. You know, I don't, I don't know, know about all that, buddy. I got I got because there were parts where she was like cutting his hair and be like, "Oh, you're so cute," you know, and kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, continue continue uh, the storms storms or whatever. Um, um, yeah, well, I mean, they get a team together, you know, they start picking everybody up from all the other car- yeah. parkour teams. And then, um, Hibiki's like, I have to go get Uta. Uh, mm-hmm. because when we did the parkour match with the Undertakers, he went to grab her hand and her arm just all disappeared. Yeah, turn on the bubbles. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so. Uh, she is supposedly in, up in this big bubble on Mount Fuji, not Mount Fuji, uh, and Tokyo, Tokyo Tower. Tower. Yeah, yeah, and because um, the red bubbles want to take her back. Yeah, she's the little mermaid. Yeah, so you don't you don't remember that fucking part, do you? Mm, I think that's the only part I remember. Okay, yeah, the red bubbles want to take her back, and they're like, "Sister," she's like, "Sister, come back with us." And you see like this weird red bubble version of uh, Uta, and she's trying to take her back into whatever weird dimension or whatever she's a part of. And uh, uh, Hibiki goes to save her at um, this this Tokyo Tower he starts doing all this parkour and stuff and all this and that and he gets trapped in a bunch of red bubbles and we we see this flashback to where this is where I was confused a flashback to the day the bubbles showed up yeah did did Habiki cause the explosion of the bubbles yes because he interacted with Uta who was a bubble Are all the bubbles sentient, do you think? Um, no. Or is it just Uta who's sentient? I think it's just Uta. Okay, okay. This is where I started getting a little confused at this part. And then Uta saves Habiki. All the red bubbles blow up. And 
Uta sacrifices herself to for Habiki, and then she disappears and goes away. And Habiki yeah. is sad. Habiki is sad. Yeah. And then we get the ending to where uh, they're reconstructing uh, Tokyo. Or, or sorry, all the bubbles show up everywhere else, and it kind of like stops wars, you know, brings people together. It seems like, yeah. and all the bubbles pop, and then like we get this reconstruction of of Tokyo and rebuilding and stuff like that. We still have yeah, the parkour thing. The water, the water, like all the bubbles pop. The water starts to recede. Yeah. However, the hell that that makes sense. Uh, evaporation. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, it, it was more bubbles, more bubbles. Maybe they. That's where. It out. I, that's where I was confused about is. Uh, definitely no pumping out. I mean, maybe they. Maybe that they was not gonna bubbles. work. It was not gonna work though. Okay. See, see, this is one of those things that I'm confused about as well. Is how does more bubbles equal less stuff? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make know. sense. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? What's <laughs> up? What's down? Why is the sky blue? I don't know. What is? What's I, actually in the bubble? I feel like this is. These are the questions that could have been asked with this a lot. Okay, so. Yeah, so things are starting to get back together, and we're they're still doing the parkour thing, which is pretty cool, you know. Yeah, um, and that's the end of the movie, basically. And after that, we get these pretty cool screens, sh- these these pictures of uh, Uta. I think this is from like maybe when they did like uh, 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 location scouting for the movie, where they took pictures and put Uta in them. I thought that was pretty cool yeah. at the very end. But yeah, let's actually discuss this we kind of talked about it a little bit let's let's discuss our feelings of this movie do you want to go first do you want me to go first i want you to go first okay after so, the first so a scale of one to five what would you rate this bitch i give like a 2.5 okay and it only gets 2.5 because the animation was pretty good <laughs> so so the animation saved it the animation saved it from being like a one or something okay yeah. so let me give you my thoughts on this okay um after the first like 15 minutes where we had that whole like or 10 minutes before that parkour scene after yeah. that i got really bored and started to lose interest in this movie right then when they picked up the parkour again, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet, cool, parkour, you know? Because we don't get many anime with parkour. I think we maybe got, like, one before. It was called, like, Stride or something. Or I don't remember what it was called. See, and that's something that I want to touch on, too. I think it would be really cool if we had more things that had parkour with, uh, like, samurai or something else, you know? Like, but, maybe modern-day like, people fighting. The thing is, like, there are also so many unanswered questions, so many uh, 
open-ended things in this movie. Uh, I did feel like the movie kind of had pacing issues. It seems like, um, like maybe this might have been better as like maybe like a three, four episode, five episode OVA, maybe instead of a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought honestly, you could take Uta and the Bubbles out and just have a movie about parkour. That yeah. would have been cool. I just had no real interest in this movie. I it didn't it didn't personally click with me. I was yeah. bored. I was bored. I didn't really care for a lot of the characters. A lot of the characters we did get didn't get a lot of character development. Like we didn't even talk about the one guy who really who had a prosthetic leg and he used to do parkour and he comes back and starts doing all this crazy parkour shit and on one with one leg. You know, we, we didn't right. talk about that part, you know. Um, it just, I don't know, man. I, I just, I hope Netflix didn't pay a lot of money for this anime because it was just, oh, for, for, for me, for me, this, this anime did not stick the parkour landing. And it was, it was mid in a bad way. Like, the only saving grace is the animation was actually pretty fluid at points. Yeah for me honestly and yeah i didn't care about uta and hibiki's story at all yeah, yeah it just it didn't hook me and i, I you know i i, I thought it was i i was kind of stupid yeah. <laughs> I, I just i mean comparing it to little mermaid mm, i don't know i think I, we could have taken her leave in that part it was yeah it just it was a, an average well animated movie it's you know it's nothing to write home about you know it doesn't right it, yeah anyways yeah so so my uh my poker face is pretty good with this one i have to okay say. okay oh uh, especially with talking to you about it and whatnot um I I enjoyed it. Oh god. Um It was all right. I know uh-huh. that I did what I usually do with a lot of things where unless it is just blatantly horrible, I'll say that it's a good movie. Um I have far too many problems <laughs> with this movie though. <laughs> so I have to say that I would give this movie a two. Okay. Okay. Not even a two two and a half. Like, you were generous. (laughs) I I did not like the aspect of how we didn't... All the answers were unanswered. I hated where, at parts, if I looked away for a second, I felt like I was watching a completely different movie. Uh Uh-huh that had the same fucking characters in it. Yeah. Um I I hated oh, I mean like I said there are so many other movies that you could watch that fall in line with this one that it almost felt like it was a Hallmark love story cookie cutter with a few other aspects added into it. <laughs> 
the the <laughs> only thing that really saved it from being a one for me was the parkour parts. And yeah, how and well, was, they were they were very well animated. How, how well animated they were. Um, even like know, the background, even like the backgrounds, like all the details in the backgrounds. Yeah, I love the real world aspect that they really put into it because you know there was a part where the whole chicken part where she broke the egg and they actually brought up, hey, we only have one egg to share with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that part. I like how um, how they said that we had to be careful with stuff, how things had to be divvied up. The reason why the boat never moved anywhere for the longest time because they've been building up oil reserves and shit like that, yeah. you know, like... Um, I like that, but like I said, overall, there was just plenty of things in this movie that <laughs> I did not enjoy. Yeah. And that's that's the worst part, because I wanted to like this movie a lot more than I did. Yeah. Especially for it seeming like it was like a two-hour two hour three hour it was movie. almost it was almost a two hour movie it was like two it was like 140 145 maybe i think it was yeah runtime. I mean, it just it just i feel like if you were to cut it out and make two separate movies out of it that they probably would have been better i think you could With- strip out I think you could strip out the whole bubble thing and just focus on the parkour aspects and it would have been fine. I mean, I mean, I would have liked to see the bubble aspect would have been cool if there were more answered questions about it. Maybe incorporate a character having parkour or something and uh-huh. something else with it. But I just feel like there were a lot of... Like a puzzle. Uh, this is how you, what I'm gonna go you know with. It, you know what? Now I'm I, thinking of, this is what I'm know, gonna go with, and then I'm gonna be done. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm thinking of. Like you kind of reminded me of like unanswered questions. Yeah. Do you remember like the end of like a wind named Amnesia? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like, yes. uh aliens. Goodbye. Yes. Wow, why this did is the really aliens why... show up? This is the reason why we need to come cover that for this podcast too, or this, yeah. But um, I really feel like somebody took like a bunch of jigsaw puzzles and threw them all together. I can see that. May, maybe like three or four, and they all fit together, right? Everything fit together perfectly. But that's what happened. Is I have some scenes from this puzzle piece or this set from this puzzle and I have stuff from this puzzle and stuff from this puzzle and they all fit together, right? Because of how the puzzles uh-huh. are cut, but none of it matches up. It's completely different images. And yeah. that's kind of how I felt with this movie was that, yeah, they just, they took a bunch of different ideas and thought, Hey, this would be really cool. And it just really bombed the movie for me. Yeah. So, I yeah. I I don't know why I don't know how everybody else felt about it because like you said we obviously didn't listen to anybody else's podcast before doing this one. Yeah. But I, uh, I didn't want I didn't want to like get swayed or like have like a 
preconceived notion of the movie. And honestly, I went in blind for the movie. Like I didn't really know what the movie was about. I didn't even know there were parkour elements in the movie (laughs) until I started it up. I just knew there was a movie called Bubbles and there was a girl on a bubble at one point. Cobra Bubbles. You know, like I yeah. I saw I saw the picture for like the, the poster and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just that was it. Like I said, I don't know how anybody else rated any of this. I don't know if there's any yeah. extra stuff that anybody thought about this, how other people rated it and liked it, and everything else. But I just had to that that's kind of what I had to say is that I just feel like the ideas going into it were good. Mm-hmm. I just felt like none of it fully matched up. So I was looking on eBay, not eBay, uh, sorry, um, not eBay, uh, Wikipedia. I don't know why I said eBay. Yeah. Uh, and apparently this got a manga adaptation of the movie. I wonder if the manga adaptation is like slightly different. I have no idea. Like, you know how like you'll get like a novelization of the movie, like yeah. of a movie. I wonder if like if with the manga, it's a little different. Like the, my, obviously the manga was created after the, the movie was, right. you know, or maybe I it was have... created like, maybe it was created like at the same time. Who knows? But like, I'm, I'm curious to see, what the manga is like, but I don't know if I would read it. I don't think I would ever watch this movie again. Um, uh, I can think of one thing and I'm going to hate myself for saying this because everybody's going to think of me in a different light now. Oh God. Um, I would probably turn this on if um, <laughs> I would probably turn this on. I'm gonna shoot myself in the face. I'm gonna. I would turn this on if I was going to invite like my girlfriend over and Netflix and chill. Okay, uh-huh. that one, I wouldn't have to watch this shit. <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh jeez! But I, but I would know what was going on, so uh, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember this part." <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, yeah, those are our thoughts so, on Bubble. It's a good Netflix and chill movie, apparently. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, everybody's gonna be like, Jin is definitely not who I that's, thought he was. That's 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 gonna be the title, Bubble. It's a good Netflix and chill movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. There's nothing else I can say about it. This was... I'm sure somebody, some people will like it, and they got through all of it. <laughs> I'm just glad that you didn't ask me my opinion up front, because 
this show could have went completely different. <laughs> well, I kind of wanted to go in it like in in blind and not give my my yeah. full thoughts on the movie. Like there was a part in this movie where like I fell asleep and I was like, "Wait, what happened?" And because uh, yeah. there were parts where it was just so slow, like it would the the it would, like. It, the well, pace, it had, that, it had see, severe pacing issues. That's my problem too. I liked part of the slow parts. I liked the scene at the garden. I liked them going, you know, off and talking and whatnot. I liked those aspects. This was just not the movie for that, though. I felt <laughs> like if this was a different one. That was more like a love story instead of trying to be a ripoff of The Little Mermaid or some kind of Weathering With You copy or Mm -hmm. any of the other movies that are related to The Girl That Let Through Time or Mirai or anything else like that would have been a lot better. But the thing is, like, The Girl Who Let Through Time is actually a good fucking movie. (laughs) Right. So... I just which we gotta find that and cover it for the podcast. I own a copy of it. We well, gotta we also find have you. To cover, we also have to cover Mirai too. In Summer Wars. And Summer Wars and, and, Summer Wars. and Wolf the Wolf Children's wolf, Mother. Wolf Children. Wolf Children. Yeah, whatever it's called. Wolf Children. So yeah. I think Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean this. I mean, I had no expectations going into I, this movie. I just have to say, the only expectation for me that was really broken today was that you gave it a two and a half. Okay. I, I was really imagining it to be a little lower than that, too. Because I was like, I was like, if I'm going to say two, Mike's going to say one. I mean, one, like, and, one and a half. Like the, the animation honestly saved it for me. Because the animation was fairly hey, fluid. you know why your score probably wasn't so low? Why? Because of that chunk you fell asleep to. <laughs> oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I, was, I just got to watch the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what? I went back and I, I, the part I fell asleep when I went back and like rewatched. So oh, I watched no. this. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Like I finished it this morning because like I stopped. Like halfway through, I got like an hour into this movie, and then I, I watched the rest of it, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm, I mean, this was an okay movie." It's, I mean, it just it just dragged. It just yeah. Dragged. That that's that's it. I just yeah. Uh, you know, and this might give me some really cool cosplay ideas, Joseph, as some of the characters, but I just um, I just. It just wasn't a good movie. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's uh, it was it was okay. I mean, it's a good movie to watch, good movie to experience once. Just it was also a good movie to thrash your dreams at the end. So <laughs> that's that's about it. <laughs> and obviously, like you said, it's a great movie to Netflix and chill to. So, so. You said that. You said that. I mean, Not but me. you said that you said that as the title, though. Well, everybody else is saying it's it's parkour Little Mermaid, so I want to be different. <laughs> yeah, because it is far from parkour Mermaid. Mermaid, I just, 
I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you guys had a great listen of watching this and if you watched it like I said, I would oh. watch it once. Can I can I just say something which we'll do this on the next episode or our unwind episode. Yeah. Uh, which I totally forgot to do in this episode, but we did get a couple of five star reviews recently. And I just want to say thank you to the people who left those reviews for us or, or like just commented five star reviews type yeah. of thing. We will acknowledge you. Uh, we just got to gather them all up so we can read them on the podcast. Uh, we had to find a couple of them on like audible. I think one of them was on, uh, but uh, we will, discuss and kind of sort of talk about them we just didn't do it at, the, at this part uh, which yeah. I totally forgot toot, toot. totally forgot but if if you want to help out the podcast share the podcast make sure to go rate and review our podcast on apple podcast and spotify and it'll help us grow and help us get more listeners and and stuff right. like that it'll help it'll help us in the long run if you want to email us for a question or concern you can do so at otakuologypodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Twitter at otakuologypodcast um, yeah leave us a review let us yeah. know well, what you think and, of our podcast and throw throw us some fruit let us know something that you would like to hear on the podcast yes that's true So, but anyway that's guys true. as always thanks for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday Remember to Netflix and chill.